We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Next Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. But unfortunately, we had a tough team, one of the best teams in the league. The Phoenix Suns come to town to make it difficult for us to reach that number 10. And unfortunately, tonight, after three clutch buckets, well, two clutch buckets and a lucky mid-range shot by Chris Paul, the Knicks' win streak comes to an end as the New York Knicks lose to the Phoenix Suns 118-110. Lots to be happy about, though. But I'm sure we'll get to that at some point because frustration is raining on everybody right now. Julius Julius Randle had himself a rough night. R.J. Barrett had himself a rough night. Um, Derrick Rose played well, but you could tell he got gassed. But more importantly, Devin Booker did what he was supposed to do. And the name that is in all of my DMs, Mikel Bridges. <laughs> oh, yes, that Mikel Bridges gave our Knicks some ten. Give, give, give us a hard night tonight. Nonetheless, the Knicks lose 118-110. But to be a little bit more positive, kind of, more, what makes me more upset is our win streak here as a trio. Our win streak, the one that we built, comes to the end tonight as well. CP knew what he was doing. He was upset about it. He didn't like not being a part of it, so he's like, you know, just in case this Suns game goes wrong, let me make sure that their little win streak goes to the end too. CP, we see you, bro. We see you, bro. But yeah, New York Knicks lose 118 to 110. It's your boy CK filling in for CP here on Knicks Fan TV, uh, presented by Manscaped with the lovely Ashley Moss to my right, and the man, the myth, the legend, Alex. No CP light tonight. You call him by his name. Guys, <laughs> tough game. Tough game. Tough, tough loss. Uh, I think we all have, you know, some opinions on it. You know, good, bad, ugly. But uh, Alex, how are you feeling, man? Oh man. You know, I really wanted this win tonight. It was tough. It was a struggle. It wasn't even a struggle. We came out really hot. We came out guns of blazing in the first mm-hmm. quarter. We were we had like a good 15-point lead. Yes, you know, sir. come back out in the second half that we had a seven-point lead. <clears throat> Everyone was just 
grooving. I just loved everything, part of it. It was the third quarter. Like, we didn't even have a true third quarter of a doom, you know? We were <laughs> we were going back and forth with, with the, the Suns, and it, it came out tied by the end of the quarter. It was just the fourth quarter where we started doing the whole isolation type yeah. stuff, putting mm-hmm. up bad shots, whether it was D. Rose, Julius Randle, uh, and, like, we just had two costly turnovers at the end. One from Reggie Bullock to R.J. Barrett, mm-hmm. who could have had an easy lane, and then Derrick Rose uh, just poorly pat, poorly passed the ball to Julius Randle on the last play. It was close. It came down to the wire. And then, as you mentioned earlier, uh, C.K., just two lucky big shots by Chris Paul. But this is what Chris Paul does, and he does it. Cat to him, man. He did, he did it. He did it. But I'm not. I, I, it sucks because we lost the winning streak not only for the Knicks on the mm-hmm. 90 winning streak, our winning streak as I'm well. saying, man. But, I'm more hurt about that one, man. <laughs> but I'm not overly upset about this game. The Knicks played really well, right. and it was really encouraging how they played well. Now, this was kind of a test to see how good we were playing the second-best team in the West, and we hung in there. It was just – it came down to poor execution in the fourth quarter. And for the last couple of games, we've been doing that. But you win some and you lose some. You were on a nine-game winning streak. I'm not too worried about this. I think we'll bounce right back. Yeah, Ashley, I can see the, I can see the stank on your face. How you feeling? Listen, I, there's some things to be, I guess, happy about, for lack of a better word, and then there are things to be upset about. First of all, I think this was a good game because sometimes when you're in winning streaks, you tend to all you know is winning, right, at that moment mm-hmm. in time. I think this was an interesting game for the Knicks to play, especially after that kind of a win streak because it showed you what a real playoff game could look like. It shows you what playing a real playoff team looks like, right. and I think – this was a good lesson to learn for the Knicks because you can't take your foot off the defensive pedal with these with teams that are offensively gifted and if so also defensively gifted just like the Suns are this is a team that has not only a vet in CP3 but a lot of young talent look at Devin Booker out there just raining three like nobody's business especially in that second half so this was a needed I guess needed loss obviously I didn't want a loss. I would have preferred to have 10 in a row, with, especially with the smack that everybody else was talking about us earlier in the day. But I think this is a good character loss for the Knicks, especially going into the postseason and as we continue the rest of the season. It's just going to go ahead and make this a lot tougher of a team. And look, the Knicks were hanging with these guys. For, a, for as good as the Phoenix Suns are, number two in the West, the Knicks were giving it to them all game. And it, it, it's a, there's something to be said that right now we're kind of hum and drum and and sad about the Knicks in almost May losing to a number team number two team in the West. Like that that right. you just got to put that into perspective for a second because we're here complaining about losing to the Phoenix Suns who are number two in the West right mm-hmm. now. This is not us losing to an unranked team. This is not us losing to a team that we should have beaten. This is losing and barely losing to a really good basketball team. This is something that the Knicks need to go and take into the film room, reset, and go on another winning streak because obviously this team has the pieces that they need to compete. You saw it during the game. There were some holes. Like I said, defensively, you let your foot off the gas. You can't go ahead blowing 15 points. Lead. You yeah. definitely can't do that in the postseason. The game slows down. Teams are only getting better. This was a learning lesson for the New York Knicks. But to be in a position where you're complaining and you're upset about losing to a team this good, I, I can't 100% be um, upset about it. This is a good position to be in, if you will. If you want to see some, some light on the horizon, this is a good position to be in. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And to add to your point, like this isn't not just the second best team in the West. This is the second best team in the league. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and like you mentioned, like we've we've been fighting against these teams, Philly, Brooklyn. You know, we 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 play against these teams and we play well against those top teams. So that's the biggest thing I, I I'm taking away a lot, like along what you just said. You know, it is rough because you know we had a lot of extras that was going along with it. You know, our our seating and our win streak and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is, you know, we had this team. In our in the corner for the entire game, and like you mentioned, we just took our foot off the uh, the gas, and then they went off, you know. And that's something that we need to learn to not do, especially since we are playoff bound um, here in a few weeks. But yeah, you know what? To to play that way, to start off that way, to maintain that much uh, up until the end of the game um, against the second best team in the league, I'll take that. Take note, and we'll see them again here in a, a week or so, or something like that. Right? We're yeah. gonna see them very soon. So let's the see how Knicks- that works. The Knicks came out hot, and I think a lot of people were apprehensive going into this game. Like you said, the Suns' second-best team in the NBA. This could have gone really, really bad from the jump, but it didn't, and that is something to be proud of. This team came out, meaning our New York Knicks came out saying, I don't really care about where you're ranked. You're in the garden. Welcome to New York. We're going to show you how it's done. Mm -hmm. They just went ahead and kind of calmed down when they shouldn't have calmed down. You can't do that in a playoff series. Mm -hmm. And I think this was just kind of the lesson – that the Knicks needed to learn, and I'm okay with them learning it right now. I'm not okay with you learning it in a series. I'm okay with you learning it still in the regular season. You take this lesson, you go ahead and apply it to the rest of the season, you definitely take that into the postseason, and you shake things up and you kick some ass. But I'm okay with, you know, the win streak ending in the sense that Mm -hmm. it ended in a lesson learned, and that's all you can ask for, so – Absolutely, and to talk and to add on about going back, looking at the film, Luis Randall gang str- was struggling with the double teams in this game as well, yeah. and he didn't have most of that for the last nine games. He was just going off, having the one-on-one matchups. Sometimes they double him, but he was reading it really well. And it, going against a really good team like this, he's going to have to adapt. And this is a good game to watch the film, as you pointed out, Ashley, and to adapt your game because once you get into the playoffs. You're going to be facing competition that will be double teaming you every single game because That's they're not going right to let there. you. They're not going to let you score. They're not going to let you go 30 right. and 40 in a night. So he's going to have to adapt his game. And as you also pointed out, better to learn now to watch that film now than to learn during a playoff series because he's got to learn to get everyone else involved. R.J. Barrett, Nerlens Noel, Reggie Bullock. These guys are going to have to learn right now what it's like to play in a playoff series because they're going to be heavily relied on if we're going to make any type of noise once the playoffs come. Yeah, good. and that's a really good point. Julius Randle is not used to being double teamed at all. He's used to being able to do whatever he wants because people are afraid of him. When you play a team that's just as good as you or better than you, they're going to double team you. They're not afraid to take you there. They're not afraid to get physical. They're not afraid to get dominant. And Julius Randle needs to know what it's like to have, to have to move around that. And he hasn't had to deal with that. And this is when the game, this is when the season really starts to change. And this is where you have to take your game, your competitiveness to the next level. And Julius Randle learned that lesson tonight. What are you going to do when you're double team? You're going to fold under pressure or are you going to figure out another way to get it, to get your shot up, to get to drive it in the paint, to force a foul, be, or to keep the possession moving and pass it out to the next guy, keep the play alive. You're not going to always have the easy shot. What is your next move? And this was a lesson not only for Julius Randle, but this is a lesson for a lot of guys. RJ, what are you going to do when they don't let you Sorry. when they don't let you get your normal shot up? What are you going to do? How elusive are you going to get around defenders? How elusive are you going to get in the paint? 
the game is never going to be easy for you, especially as it, the season only gets harder, especially in a playoff series. This games only get harder. What is your plan B, C, D, E, F, G? What are you going to do? That was the lesson of today's game. Unfortunately, the Knicks failed that lesson, but it's a lesson learned, and you take this lesson, you go into the rest of the season and into the postseason. Figure out your plan B, C, D, E, F, G, because that's all you have in a playoff series if you don't want to go home, and that's what you do. Yeah, big facts. And and to uh, add on to the double team point, yeah, Julius Randle was getting t- double team today, and it was looking like in the beginning he was going to have one of those games where he was going to, you know, pick off uh, other players on his team in the double team, you know, start doing what he what Julius has been doing the majority of the season, you know, finding open guys, uh, finding the cutters and stuff like that. And it was looking that way in the first half because the offense was just flowing. But to something Alex had said at the beginning of the show, um, when, and I feel like this is probably one of our biggest negatives of this team this year, is when when our backs are against the wall a little bit and the other team starts to, you know, go on runs, we tend to, you know, shell up and play one-on-one basketball. And I feel like it got to that, that point. And I completely agree. And I feel like it got to that point in the second half where the double teams were way more effective rather than they were in the first half because Julius Randle was not looking to pass. He was looking for his shot when, you know, because he saw that they were coming back in. So, like you guys I said the, the the big majority is this was a lesson you know those are things that Julius Randle is going to fine-tune as we get down the line RJ Bear is going to fine-tune as we get down the line I'm seeing people in the chat talking about RJ Bear was frozen out well how does he get out of that you know we've been talking about this you know you, you can't blame Alfred Payton because Alfred Payton didn't really play much tonight so RJ Barrett needs Thank to God. figure out how to get out of the, those kind of situations but um yeah we uh you know we handled I mean, we did okay. Like, another night shooting over 41% from the three. You know, it's all, it's okay. Uh, 51% from the field. But, like I said, we're, we're talking about our two main guys. Julius Randle was 6 for 17, 35% from the field. He was 3 for 6 from three, which was nice. But those double teams seemed to affect him a lot more in the second half than in the first half. R.J. Barrett, too, had himself an up-and-down night. Uh, he was 38% from the field with 17 points. And we, we talked about it a little bit there. Like, you know, they, they need to figure it out for themselves, knowing that we're going to be seeing more of this kind of competition mm-hmm. going forward rather than some of those other games because, look, in playoff basketball, you're going to be gaining these kind of nights every single night. So, you know, there's a lot of positives to take out of this. I know it's frustrating because that lovely number 10, that that that, that Clyde Frazier number 10 that we wanted so bad we didn't get it. You know, but we got to enjoy that nine. And like Ashley said, start a new one starting on Wednesday. So I'm 100% with you guys on that one. But, and you know what? You know what? Ari, screw you because oh, you Lord, know what? what? First of all, Ari saying, "Oh, this is one. This is probably Ashley's best take, and that's not saying much." First of all, screw you, Ari. Second of all, yeah. this is your fault <laughs> because last show you were all up in arms and in your feelings, ready to crawl up in a ball in the corner because you didn't know how to deal with the Knicks winning. Talking about, I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I'm in my feelings. I just don't know how to deal with this. What do I do with my hands? Oh my god, I'm having a meltdown. <laughs> Now they're losing. Do you feel better, Ari? Do you know what to do now? Are you back in your bag now, Ari? Do you feel comfortable in your safe space, Ari? Get out of here. Ari, you asked for this. I don't know what to tell you, man. Look, man. (laughs) You, You put yourself in that position. But ladies and gentlemen, oh this is, I'm saying, this is post-game with Knicks Fan TV presented by Manscaped. 
Unfortunately, we are here talking about a loss, but you know what it is. We want to hear what you guys have to say, and today it's going to be Discord only, so you know the vibes go over on the Discord. Make sure that you uh, call in there, and we'll get to your guys' calls as the night goes on. Super Chats as well. But shout out to everybody in the chat right now. Uh, like I said, I know it's a loss, so people probably, you know, listening to Drake in their room by themselves, and, you know, everybody's in, in their fields <laughs> right now, so I understand there's not too many of you guys here, but we appreciate those that are here right now, and we're going to talk about this. And like I said, move on. We'll see you guys on Wednesday, and we'll get right back on track. Um, but, yeah, can we talk about uh, Devin Booker for a little bit? I know we don't want to talk about the other team, and I'm not going to sit here and gush about him, but I'm talking about it more on the Knicks standpoint. This dude had 33 points on us tonight, and it looked like he, everything was just – on a silver platter. There were some tough shots. I got to give Reggie Bullock his credit. There were some tough shots that Reggie was on, but the first half, it looked like he, he was, he could get whatever he wanted. Um, so then, you know, of course now the, the, the coaches, the many um, different Knicks coaches on Twitter and social media, you know, the names get thrown around and I'm not going to say one of his names because I'm gonna get the chat riled up, but a lot of names get thrown around. But uh, Alex specifically, do you think that this was just one of those situations where it's just, we're playing against a superstar, and superstar just got hot. Do you think that there was any kind of big adjustments that we could have made? What, what, what were your thoughts uh, going, seeing Devin Booker just go out, go out there and torture us and pretty much keep the Suns afloat while everyone else figured out their shot as the game went on? I think Devin Booker is just one of those top players that's just tough to guard in general. I mean, Reggie Bullock had two quick – well, not too quick. They had two fouls early on in the first quarter. Like, yeah. He got that second one close towards the end, like somewhere between like three minutes left. So that changed uh, the dynamic of the game. But Devin Booker's just going to go off, man. He's just, he's a lethal scorer. It's hard to contain him. If you want to double-team him, the issue is that they have other shooters on the team. You know, you have Johnson. You got um, you got uh, Bridges. I forgot to go destroy that name. You know, you got, you got Chris Paul. You got Chris Paul. These guys it's like who could just shoot from anywhere. So if you double-team somebody, someone else is going to be open. It's not a team that's easy to double-team. You know, it's not like double-teaming us where you're like, okay, we're going to take on Julius Randle and then try to force other guys to shoot and make it more difficult. So he's going to drop 33 points on us. It's kind of hard. You just try to contain him. That's all. That's, that's all the right. type of player he is. I don't – you know, if they – if you – if you stop him at 33 points and you stop everybody else, then you did your job, okay, in my, in my eyes. You don't want anyone to go off, you know. If he had 40, that had been a real problem. But this is Devin Booker we're talking about. Lethal score to just get – just he can score a whim, you know. He's This is the same guy who had, what, 70 to 80 points when he went up to TD Garden. So he's just that type of dude. So yeah. it's, it's just hard to guard. Yeah, I had to bring that one up because, you know, the Frank Hive, I've seen him already talking about Frank would have done something. So, But it, it doesn't matter who we would <laughs> yeah, put on him. Yeah, we've already seen it. We I'm need Frank you, on him I'm tonight. should have had Frank on Booker. Frank, 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 Frank. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. And you know what? Maybe. But at the same time, like like Alex just said, Devin Booker is just that dude. And we saw that tonight. And like I mentioned, like it, it's just really vital for a game and for a team like this, you know, because we were break, beating the brakes off of them in that first half. But Devin Booker was keeping them steady. He was hitting his buckets until, you know, Mikael Bridges eventually figured his shot out. Chris Paul had his moments to take over there in the second half. And then the others, because Cam Johnson didn't make his first bucket until what, the third quarter or, or uh, first three or whatever it was until the third quarter and whatnot and then everyone just started rolling and that's the kind of play we're going to be expecting especially since we're here talking about look 
you know, I, I'm I'm with you guys. You know, I'm I bring the Nets. I get that, but I'm saying we're talking about these playoff teams we're gonna be seeing. You know, and if if it comes to a case where we play against them, you know, they go they have three of those dudes. You know what I mean? So it comes down to the fact we just have all all hands on deck, and we have to be better. We can't you know let those guys you know stay in the game. The defense was just as important as the offense in today's game. It's great that we had all those points, but Devin Booker was keeping them steady. I think that was the biggest thing that I was paying attention to up until the point where they finally tipped it over and took the lead from us in the um, second half. So, yeah, um, but Chris Paul, I don't want to talk about those last three shots anymore. I was looking at him again. I'm like, no, I don't. My feelings are hurt. My feelings are hurt. I ain't going to lie to you. That second one just that deflated. Oh, oh, my God. That. It was just, it was almost like you ever see Boys in the Hood? Yeah. Where, like, the gunshot was. Right. <laughs> the first one hit Ricky. Yeah. The first one hit him, but he was still running. Was good. The second one, and then the third one just killed him. It was just back to back to back. Mm. It was like. Ugh, like I just I couldn't take it anymore. It just put me out of my misery at that point. It was just out of control. And then the Chris Paul smirk at the end, where he just I, ugh, I just couldn't. It hurt my soul. Yeah. Like Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. why Ricky? Yeah. That, that 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 fadeaway fallback one was the one that really killed me. Just like the mid range. It was a prayer. Yeah, the mid range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just a mm-hmm. that one really bothered me because. Randall actually played really good defense, and I was like, okay, that's good. De- oh my god, just better offense. <laughs> but it was such a, it was so, it was such a conflicting shot because it was like part of you were like, yo, honestly, CP3, go take a walk, like honestly, go I'm take saying, a walk right? and play in traffic. But then the other part of me, the basketball fan, was like, damn, that was nice. That was nice. Like, <laughs> I was so conflicted on how to feel. Right. Like I really wanted to push him into traffic on seven, <laughs> but then I really wanted to yank him back before a car came because I was just so impressed. Dude, I didn't know what deep. to do. Yeah. I was like, Ari, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, I know. Like, do I push? I, I don't know. Feel in, my Ari, in my Arian impression. I don't know how to feel about this. I'm so confused. I'm conflicted. Ari right, over there getting the shots taken out of it. Let's read some of these super chats real quick before we go to our first call. Uh, David Claudio dropping five dollars. Appreciate you. He said, Nick's could have easily won this game we had a bad shooting night collectively rj and reggie missed open shots elford is dragging this team okay i'm sorry i ever wasn't ever wasn't anything to me i'm sorry i don't understand why elford got dragged into this yeah reggie missed some shots that would have been very nice he made that nice little three but at the same time the suns went right back and made a shot right after that but yeah, it was just a rough one offensively for us. We, I, I can't say any better than how I actually said it. We took our foots off the gas. We can't do that. We cannot do that. We need to stay aggressive all the way through. I, you can talk about fatigue, this, that, and the third. We need to stay aggressive from the first minute to the 48th minute, and we just didn't do that in the second half. They, just took, they, they got us. They jumped us. Um, next one I'm looking at, okay, uh, shout out to, uh, Billy Marksman with the $5, no message, but we appreciate you, uh, David Claudio was the second one, saying punch for punch with the second best team on a bad night, this Knicks team is scary, start D-Rose and play Frank as a 3 and D over Peyton with IQ as six man, hashtag no EP, we we know where you stand, uh, we one more before we go to the calls, (laughs) Kings Matthews with the $5 saying, tell him Ashley, LMAO Ari isn't a true Knicks fan. Damn, Ari, over, Ari over there talking. He will take a shot. Goodness. <laughs> Golly. Uh, tough game, but we're good. And CP3 really hit that crazy shot, bro. And Bullock tried his best. Hashtag New York Knicks. Yeah, I think Bullock was a bit gassed there towards the end. Um, but, yeah, uh, oh, Ari, I got to let. 
I gotta let Ari defend himself. All right, Ari dropped five dollars. He <laughs> said, "Can we change Ashley's YouTube name from Ash Nicole Moss to Ashley Ari said Moss? Lol, no. lol." <laughs> Tell Kevin Hart to sit down. No. Oh man, I'm glad we can get a laugh out of this. But first, we gotta go to our first call. Um, I I need to hear the the, the voice of the streets. But uh, Faisal, I think I said your name wrong. If I said it wrong, please correct me right now. But man, talk to us, bro. How you feeling about tonight, man? Hey, what's up? Uh, thank you for having me, guys. My name is Faisal. Faisal, awesome. my first time. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Uh, it's it's a weird name, I guess. I'm uh, all the way from Saudi. Oh, that's what's up, Shadow. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Been a Nick fan for a minute, though. That's what's up. Um, well, uh, I just wanted to say a couple of things. Um, I'm I'm so impressed by Derek Rose. I mean, mm. we we got him for nothing, and uh, trade deadline, and he's been balling out big time. We know what D Rose can bring to the table. It's just the one the one thing I'm really concerned about is knees, man. So. I, I really want to kick out Alfred Payton, and I'd rather give his minutes to to Frank Nulakina. I'd rather really give give these minutes to Frank. He he can actually hit that corner three occasionally, so it's better than having Elf there. Um, uh, talking generally about today's game, well, um, I think I think what really uh, made the Knicks really good this this year, well, it's our defense, and I think we played really good defense. I, I don't care about that shot, the first shot that CP3 made. Look, that's a lucky shot, man. That was really good, D. And um, the second shot, I mean, look, with, with these kind of players, man, I mean, he's made for that shot, so yeah. I'm not concerned about that shot either. I just, yeah. I just, uh, I'm concerned about uh, Mikael Bridges. He shouldn't be having 20 points per game. He went I mean, off. 20 points, uh, yeah, in that game. He went off. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very... I was very disappointed in that. Other than that, I'm really proud of the Knicks, man, and yeah. I just hope we can get a a really solid point guard next season because Elf is not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate your, your call, man. Hope you call again, man. This hopefully is the first of many, bro. Good, good points, good points, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank man. you very much for having me again. Of course, man, of course. That's that's why when Tibbs the other day, and I spoke about this on SNY, I don't know how many people caught last night's show, but when – there was a take, a, a clip of Tibbs, and we discussed it on the show about, you know, Tibbs saying that the fans are basically too hard on pain. He does a lot uh, yeah. for this team. I said, where? Right. <laughs> where right. does he do it? Because I never see it. And if I do see it, it's almost despite us because we're moving on from him. And he sucks people back in just to suck for another four games. And then the cycle starts all over again. It's just, it's so frustrating. And one of the points I made on the show, and I think, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and drop the clip on Twitter after this show so everyone can watch it. You should. Is that it's the lack of consistency that pisses Knicks fans off with Peyton. Thank it's you. Not, and amongst other things, one, the lack of on-court chemistry between him and RJ. I know we saw him pass the ball to RJ finally. It's only, what, game 60 at this point? Thanks, Peyton. Real good job. Um, that pisses us off. Also, it's you see what Derrick Rose does with similar minutes, less turnovers, if not more points, and more assists than what Peyton does. So you never understand the love affair between Peyton and Tibbs and why he consistently has gotten more minutes, at least up to a certain point, than Peyton does. Also, let's even talk about and take it back to the Raptors game. 
14 minutes, he had four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have grease on your hands? What? Like, is there something wrong? Do you need Gorilla Glue? Like, I'm confused. Like, are, are, are you okay? Do you need help? I just don't understand what... I don't understand what the man – I don't understand what Tibbs sees in him. I don't understand what it is that he thinks that he brings to the game that we don't see as fans. It's just like one good game and ten bad ones yeah. doesn't mean you're a beneficial part of the team. It yeah. just means you had a good game. That's every – you know, like, okay, and I just – it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I hear you. I mean, the inconsistency, inconsistency – play from him is really like the the big issue as you pointed out right. you know it's funny tonight that he actually had like a plus six he was actually pretty efficient <laughs> he was okay before, today he, he was actually okay today but I, I get the the whole like I get the sentiment of just you know we want a point guard especially I, when you see what Derrick Rose does as you pointed out like Derrick Rose can drive kick it out just swings the ball around doesn't matter who it is he just gets it to exactly. everybody and he can shoot too he, and he's actually a threat from all three phases of the game unlike Peyton who you know all right all we have to do is just watch out if he comes into the paint because he's not his mid-range is meh and the three-pointer is just like he's shooting what 28 percent so it's not even it's not even real you don't even have to honor it so you really don't. I could go out there and be like, nah, forget it, man. <laughs> right, Play a right, pickup right. game. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like flipping a coin. Can you imagine playing a pickup game? You just, someone just like sees him in the corner? Nah, man. Yeah. Don't have to rush out there. But, like, okay. I, I, I get it. And the only thing I think Tibbs really gets out of him is, like, defense, which he plays okay. Um, so nice he plays above average defense. But he just drives a lot to the paint, which is what he wants. We, we just need another point guard. If Quickly was doing that, if Quickly was driving the same amount, as um, as Peyton, I really think Peyton, uh, quickly would have more minutes than Peyton at this point. Yeah, um, but it's, it's not even it's not even that Peyton doesn't have. It's okay. Let me make this clear. I don't think that Peyton doesn't have a skill set. Mm-hmm. He clearly no, has a skill set, mm-hmm. whether that's limited or not. He has a skill set, but it's just like it's so inconsistent that it's hard to appreciate it. That it's just mm-hmm. it's hard to embrace something or someone as a part of a team or what they bring to a team when what they bring is so inconsistent and just up and down. It's just like you see it and you're like, okay, I can see. It's like he has a good game and you're like, I see what Tibbs sees in him. I can see it. And then it's like 10 games, he's terrible. Just to come back for that one game, you're like, okay, I see it. He sucks you back in. That's why I compare him to the ex who feels you moving on and sends you the text message just to make sure that they can still rope you back in. That's what he does with Knicks fans. He ropes us back in because he has another good game. You think, okay, he's he's about to go on a run. And then it just the cycle starts constantly. And it's exhausting because it's like you keep playing somebody who's so inconsistent in what they bring to the team. And that's the frustrating part. That's why when Clyde said, oh, round of applause for Payton as he heads back to the bench. Clyde, you're shady. You're my kind of guy. That's the why shade. like. Yeah, inconsistency is the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. I mean, my my thing is just I'm, I just don't know who this dude is. Like, this guy just completely just turned into somebody compla- completely new. I get it. His points might be up, but at what cost? This dude was a seven assists per night kind of guy. Like this guy was the what we are what we hate so much about him. The like as you mentioned the R.J. Barrett stuff. Like that's the biggest stat. And even last year he still was giving the ball, but at the same time he was at least facilitating the ball. That is what I just it just pisses me off because 
he could be what we need. This dude, throughout his entire career, throughout of him playing basketball, that is what his number one was outside of his defense, was he was a facilitator. He has vision. Where the hell is it? You know what I mean? Like I, that, I don't understand. And then we see a mm-hmm. night like Detroit, and then we never see it again. Just like you guys both brought up. And he's like, like, eh, baby, you could take me back. I'm telling you, I could take you out to dinner. <laughs> I'll and be then, different. I right. promise. And then he he posted up for the, the, the next few weeks talking about, hey, yo, baby, what we eating tonight? Like, no, we do, we're not falling for the same trap. Every single you did time. That really well, CK. Sorry, man. No, it's not me. I pro- no, 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 no. I look, scarily. Swear to really, God, no, really no, well. no. Look, actually taking shots at CK. Look, I am a guy. I have many guy friends. I know. I know that dude. I'm not that dude. I know that dude. Leave me alone, Ashley. Mm-hmm. I. Pro- mm-hmm. We all know that guy. We all know mm-hmm. that. Guy. I'm, 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 see what I'm saying? I didn't hear you do the impression, Alex. <laughs> All I'm saying is the inconsistency. If you want in on the smoke, let me know. Because right now it's directed to the man to my left. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Look, man. Okay. I'm just saying this dude, the inconsistency is what's annoying. And the thing is, like, his game's falling. You, Alex, you said it. Like, Tibbs likes the fact that he goes to the hoop. Cool. But if I'm looking at his shot chart and I'm seeing all these X's next to the rim, it is, it's so frustrating to see on a night-to-night basis. Like, you're right. Like, it's cool. But he's going to the hoop to do what? To get double-teamed and get blocked? To take a, a, a step back and floater? Like, it, they don't make sense. So I'd rather him do what he did at the beginning of tonight's game. Feed someone else. That's why I was kind of joking by saying, like, it's a blessing that there was a shot blocker and a, a, a big presence like DeAndre in the paint because he was preventing <laughs> Alfred Payne from doing that kind of stuff, and it was forcing him to move the ball, which was working in our favor. Like, that's all I'm asking from him. And I get the hate. You know, people are, you know, very, very critical, and they want results now. But at the same time, I, I do think that there was a, a good player with Alfred Payne, and I don't know where he is. Just I feel like he's lost in the um the upside down. I'm, I've not seen him since. Like I want, just give me a, a, a piece of what he was last year. Seven assists per game. Now he's what two, three a game. I don't know. It's just the inconsistencies, man. And people are people are taking it too far, but then people are also being really sensitive with the whole subject, where it's just something I just don't even want to talk about anymore because it's just like, look, man, the dude is not doing what he's supposed to do for a basketball team. We're frustrated. Case closed. That's all it is. And I don't want to hear about Alfred Payne anymore. He's, he's, he's lost in the sauce. As they say, it's a lack of identity. I don't think he has an identity of who he is as a player yet. And that's the most dangerous place you can be as a player, because when you don't have an identity, you're just all over the place. You know, you don't have a foundation to fall back on. And I feel like he doesn't know who he is as a player, which is why you see him so inconsistent so consistently. You know, he's he's inconsistently consistent. Consistent. Like, it's it's. (laughs) It's just or consistently inconsistent. Yeah, he's consistently inconsistent. (laughs) There you go. He's consistently inconsistent, and every player, you know, has a bad game where they go in these slumps. We've seen RJ do. We saw Julius Randle do it a little bit after the All Star break. But they have their identity. They know what type of player that they are, so it's easy for them to kind of get back on track. You know what I mean? With Peyton. I don't think he knows who he is. So it's you see these really good games from him where maybe he's showing spurts of what he has in him and what he can bring to a team, this team. Yeah. But it, he, it's just not 100% who he is yet or he's still trying to fit. There's a disconnect between what he does on the court and who he is as a player, and that's why it's just a constant revolving door with him. Yeah, I think the other thing too is that this – 
team has completely changed from how it was ran last season to now. Yeah. Under Mike Miller, we saw him bring up the ball every single time. The point guard was truly initiating the play, right? He was getting the ball to Randall, whether it was driving in, doing whatever he could do last season. And he had more freedom and more range to do whatever. This season, Tibbs is like, look, we're running everything through Julius Randall. He's our playmaker. He's our engine. He's our scorer. He does everything. So, Peyton, you got to figure out how you're going to fit into this role and be second, third, fourth fiddle to whatever Julius Randle is doing on any given night. And so, you know, he's not getting the opportunity to necessarily play make as much, and he's not really that good of an outside shooter. So he's kind of stuck in a box that Mm -hmm. is not really meant for him. I think that's the biggest issue with him right now. And to make it perfectly clear, we're not blaming this loss on yes, Alfred Payton. Please, yes, do there's not a do lot that. of blame to go around, Thank and it uh, right. and none of it's for Alfred Payton tonight. Mm-hmm. So he's off the hook. I think mm-hmm. Julius Randle takes some of the blame. I think defense takes a lot of the blame or lack mm-hmm. thereof. Mm-hmm. I gotta, you know, if there's a lot to go around. It's just not. It's not on Alfred Payton tonight. This is just more of a general conversation on, you know, Tibbs's comments regarding. Peyton and what he says you know he does a lot for this team Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it and I've watched every single Knicks game Mm -hmm. this season I don't think either of you have seen it and you've watched every Knicks game this season so it's just kind of that comment that makes you wonder what it is that Tibbs sees in Peyton that we're not seeing in Peyton there's a there's like two different Peytons and Tibbs sees one version and we see the other so it's just very confusing and I definitely feel like next season Elfer Payton should not be part of this lineup, this yeah. team. That's just how I, I genuinely feel. And I also feel like we we should not be surprised if he does end up going and being like the third or backup for the Clippers or the Lakers, something like that. And then all of a sudden we're seeing his stats looking like eleven seven and some. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. It's just like I don't know, but. I agree with your comment. He should not be the one. Not every seasoning goes on your chicken, you know? Sometimes what... <laughs> that's my favorite one. I, I think that's how favorite actually is. No. What seasoning is good for you is not good for Alex. <laughs> And what's oh good God, for man. Alex is not good for Ashley. You said, like, you said not every seasoning go, doesn't go, okay. All right, let me lemon pepper for all people. You know what I mean? Some people don't like that. You know? And you give lemon, per- lemon pepper to the right person, it works for them. It may not work for you. That's okay. It's okay. That was my favorite, Ashley. I'm putting that one on the top of the list. Not every, that's, that's great. That's great. But, guys, yeah, welcome for yeah, <laughs> for the day. I need to follow this. Right, right, right. But, guys, welcome to Post Game here on Knicks Fan TV presented by Manscaped. Knicks lose 118-110. Uh, we got a lot of calls lined up. Let me get to uh, this super chat real quick before we go to the next call. Actually, we have a few super chats. Let me read this first one. Coming from Joshua Carrick, who gave us 15 bucks, saying, What's up, Knicks Fan TV? Great stream, as always. Felt like pl- felt like a playoff game. I was at the game. Oh, shout, shout out to you, man. Congrats. Uh, I'm sweating <laughs> about these Randall doubles and him getting tunnel vision from earlier in the season. I'm worried. Um, like, I, I don't know. I'm not too worried about it, uh, because we've seen him handle it okay in past games. I mean, he has his moments. Like you said, I just don't like it when it happens in the clutch moments. But I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not too entirely worried about it. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh, I don't think he's reverting. I think that's what he's trying to get at, uh, in that comment. But, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. I think that's something that he, he can see. He'll see the film. He'll move on and fix it. Because he has to learn how to handle double teams because they're going to come. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, David, uh, we just read that one. 
Billy Marshman. We read that one too. Shout out to Billy Marshman. Uh, we read all these ones. Let me go down. Okay, so we're good. All right, so going to uh, we got a boy Angel from Philly. Going on, man. Angel from Philly. What's up, bro? I know you 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 you're the king of give me that third seed. You were the first one I heard talk about it before I even looked into the stats and making it make sense. Tonight does not help our case. How you feeling, Angel? Yo, what's going on, CK2K? What's good, Smooth? <laughs> My boy Alex Vanilla CP. What's good, bro? I have to give you that name. And, <laughs> and uh, to the queen, me and Maul Ashley, how you feeling? I'm good. I would have been better with a win, but, you know, right. nine was nine was fun. Yeah, yeah. First things first, y'all. Hit that thumbs up for y'all boys, man. Gotta show, the, show some love. But, um... Hey, listen, man, as far as this game, um, you know, it's disappointing. You know, we were up 17 in the first half, you know, and um, shout out to Peyton. You had no assists after the first quarter. You know what I'm saying? You just, just, you know, like I know exactly what he is. He's Basuda. He's trash because it's just he just needs to go. Like I'm just so done with him. I get it. He plays defense, but you know, at the end, at the end of the day, you're playing against Chris Paul, Devin Booker. You know, you could play defense, but you still got to move the ball. You know, if you move the ball, mm. you make the team better. You know, so that that's one thing. But listen, man, we got our score sixty-two to forty-seven in the second half. You know, we gave up over seven threes in the second half. You know, you're not gonna beat Phoenix. You know, giving up that many threes. I mean, they had way too many easy baskets. They had way too many threes, you know, and granted, at the end of the day, you know, they have CP3 and Devin Booker. We have Alfred Payton. That just says it all right there, you know, and um, Julius Randle, you know, he didn't really have it tonight. Um, I would have liked to see R.J. Barrett shoot the ball more. I thought he played pretty good, and, um, you know, I just want to see him be a little bit more aggressive, and I thought this was maybe a game, you know, he could really step up a little bit, and obviously with Peyton not passing him the ball, that just doesn't help. But, you know, at the end of the day, y'all, you know, it's a nine-game winning streak snap. You know, nobody expected us to be at this point. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we start a new one against Chicago, you know, and it's one game at a time, all 72, you know, and um, this is a learning process, you know, and at the end of the day, we're going to get better, you know, and and nobody right now wants to smoke. You know, granted, we lost this game. You're not going to win every game. But, you know, in the end, the way we're playing right now, granted, we could beat Philly. We mm. just got to do it. You know, we got to make buckets. We could beat the Bucks. You know, we can beat the Nets. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we just got to keep with that teamwork, keep passing the ball. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just a growing process, y'all. And um, at the end of the day, you know, we'll just see how it goes. And, um Thanks for taking my call, guys. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate you, Angel. As always, man. Another good call there. Yeah, man. Like I said, I think we we all said the same thing. You know, don't let this deter how we feel about the Knicks overall. It was just a rough night. It was a, one, of the, it, it, one of the best teams in the league. You know, lessons to be learned, and we'll, we'll take them, move on to the next one. You know, we'll see how we go uh, from here on out. We got the Bulls Wednesday. Start a new streak in the words of Ashley Moss. I like that. Let's keep it going. Um, and it's important, it's also very important to not let this win define mm. your future games. Mm. You know, sometimes when you are on a winning streak and you lose one, you know, you, you let that linger a little bit too long. It's important to not let it linger. It's over, it happens, you compete, you competed with one of the best teams in the NBA and you competed well. 
you fell short. There's some things that you need to make better. You need to do better. You need to adjust. But you competed. You didn't go out there and get bulldozed. You didn't go out there and get stomped on. You competed until the very end. You come off a nine win streak, so a nine game win streak. So it's important to not let this linger. It's important to go and face the Bulls, a team that you should beat, and beat them and start a new win streak. That's that's just keep it pushing. Look towards you know what's done is done. You can't go back and change it. We don't have a time machine. CP did lie because he did say he went to the Matrix. And said that we won this game. So I don't know what, you know, Oracle he saw, but that one lied to him. But that's a different conversation. No. Um, but we got to just keep it pushing to the future. So mm-hmm. Giving out fake pills in that. Uh... Fake pills. Blue pill, red pill. Looks like he took a yellow pill. I was just going to say, CP walked out with a yellow pill. It just turned out to be one of those, what, those fish oil pills, it's man. It's a Yeah, man. He <laughs> was lied to, man. CP was lied to in the Matrix, bro. Uh, before we go to this next call, let me read Dylan Alex dropping five bones saying, some Knicks fans starting to piss me off saying they're getting DeMar. You can get you can get his cousin defense. <laughs> you can get his cousin defense. Don't slander the name of Alex. I'll expose you. Come in. This is Dylan Alex is out here what did, defending. What did, what I don't did Drake know. say? He said, DeMar, DeMar, I say it, the less I like it. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you can get his cousin defense. Man, I think we have a good relationship with his cousin defense, but I, we, we deserve that tonight. All right, going over to none other than Papa Left, who's going to drop us with some knowledge tonight. Papa Left, how you feeling about this loss tonight? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Doing all right. I feel that it's, it's not too bad, but I want to help you guys pay some bills real quick. Of course, Talking. guys, ladies and gentlemen, uh, playoffs is coming up, and uh, you might not have been to the playoffs in a while, but this show is presented by Peyton Skate. You can uh, cut Peyton, you know, anytime you want, and we have an LED light for you, Thibodeau, if you're into doing it in the dark. You can cut him in the dark. Uh, if you want to make it a group activity, Ashley has an idea. You can... You, Steve Mills, Scott Perry, and Leon Rose can get all together and cut him together. So make sure you know, fan code. We all keep Peyton and uh, Knicks fan TV and uh, get your Peyton scape. All right. Um, with that said. No, uh, no, no. It's the promo code, bro. What you mean? You just call, you, we need a promo code. The promo code is we hate Peyton. Yo, we need a name. Oh, I didn't hear it. Oh, I didn't hear it. My fault. My fault. Uh, no, nah, all right. So uh, everybody was out of the pocket and doxing him. Family, that's 
that was crazy. Yeah. I, I think too that's far. a little too far. Way too far. Um, but I, I said in the Discord, if, like, he decided one day that he wanted to go save oh, the endangered elephants somewhere, I would support it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he has to go make a life decision <laughs> like that, we all salute him. Um, I'm actually writing the Big 15 Knicks anthem, and – I never hit writer's block, and I'm trying to get – I got Jared Harper bars in there. Oh, I got Norvell man. Pell bars in there. Easy. I'm trying to find a way to get some Alfred Payton bars without being disrespectful because the goal is for everybody to enjoy it as a team, but it, it's, it's really frustrating. But um, as far as this loss goes, it was a nine-game winning streak. And it had to be ended on some, hi, I'm Chris Paul. I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. Hi, how are you? That's how we lost the game, and I'm okay with that. Um, shout out to Knicks Fan TV. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to uh, CK2K. Shout out to Ashley. I'm looking at you guys in delayed on my TV, laughing at my jokes from 20 seconds ago. So I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, you guys are awesome. And uh, shout out to CP. You know, like, Knicks fan TV has become so much a part of my life and, and, and so much a part of, like, everybody in the chat, everybody in the Discord. It was so awesome seeing Chuck D, Jay Boogie, uh, you know, Hoodies Vintage on, on, on Instagram. It's so fun seeing you guys there, and I'm with you guys in spirit. I listened to Dick Barnett's interview on the way to work, the five C's. Uh, the the dream paradigm that was awesome and like it's leaking into my life like I'm on I'm on interviews with my jobs and I'm like all right so what makes you qualified and I'm like all right here we go <laughs> and I'm with my girl I'm with my girl and she's like all right what you got and I'm like all right here we go and that's literally my life on Mixed Man TV Brain Oh, love, bro. That's that's great. I'm sure we'll let CP know. I'm sure he's going to see this already. But as always, we appreciate the call. And Got some fives in the chat. I'm saying, man, probably he does not disappoint, man. <laughs> I saw one of the promo codes saying ASAP. Y'all so wrong for that, bro. Payton's <laughs> promo code ASAP. ASAP. He said it could someone, be a said, someone said promo code. You don't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. Girl, that's too much to write, bro. Wait a minute, bro. Wait, Elvis, that's too much to write. But no, I, I was saying, man. But yo, he lost me when he was talking about it could be a group event. <laughs> he said, "Get Scott Perry, get Leon." Did you Rosa see Ari ball. in the chat? He said, "Are we doing this in Grand Central <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> zip zap zoom. <laughs> Make sure you guys are catching your train to work from work oh, wherever you're going God. in Grand Central. Check all the bathrooms if you have to use one because I'm pretty sure Ari's gonna be in one of them <laughs> doing some things from this point forward. <laughs> okay? Make sure you double knock. Check under the stall. Uh, you don't see Because if you catch Ari in there, it, it might be a situation. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Papa left. We needed that one for sure. We needed that one for sure. Good. Uh... But yeah, oh, we already read that one. All right, so going to the next call, we got Peter from Belize. Oh yes, 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 we've had Peter calling before. Peter, man, how you doing, bro? How you doing? Peter, Mr. Peter from Belize. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, bro? You alive? Hey, good night. What's up, man? Good night, me brother. Yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, the the uh, delay is probably more than than our twenty two seconds for me. It's probably like thirty to forty seconds. Sheesh. So, so I, I'm I'm like at the TV trying to put it on 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 mute, 
uh, and not really get caught off surprise. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a couple points to me though. Um, uh, lessons, not losses. Thirteenth uh, Street would be nice, but I'll take twelve out, out of thirteen. I really think we can run the the uh, table with the next three games: Bulls, Rockets, and and, and the rematch with the uh, Grizzlies. And then I went and checked out clutch players in the, in the league the, the, this season. The uh, Aaron Fox tied for for number one with 38 field goals. Uh, Zach Levine, uh, I believe, is fourth and tied for six is Chris Paul and James Harden. The reason why I bring up these guys is that you know there is rumors. See whether it is um, it has more smoke than, than fire. We were definitely actively trying to go after Zach Levine this year. Um, but I, the, the, the most realistic thing right now is, do you think Chris Paul is going to opt out of his uh, player option and bet on himself and try to go for one more two- to three-year deal? And would the Knicks have a chance going after Chris Paul? Because we, what, what we saw tonight is that uh, they have a closer and we don't. You know, the, um, the Devin Booker has always been a prolific scorer, but when he got someone that, that could keep him grounded and, you know, that knows how to win basketball games, you really saw the, the uh, difference with the, the uh, Suns. And that is what we need go, going forward, someone that can keep us grounded. And uh, because if we, if we go after De'Aaron Fox, we're literally going to blow up the, this whole team. Same thing probably with Zach Levine. No one is going to want to give up their, their star players without getting – a a lot back in re, in uh, return. So the most realistic thing right now for me is Chris Paul opting out of his player option and going into free agency. Do we have a chance moving forward getting Chris Paul um, in the in the off season? And at at what price? Two years, three years, at at forty plus million uh, uh, per season. Uh, that that is where I'm at right now. We are one closer away. I still, I still feel that we can finish fourth. Mm-hmm. We could, we could definitely beat the chance against the uh, Sixers, and then go on to the Nets. But I don't really see us going past Brooklyn. You know, yes, we we were going to win all the storylines and everything. We will still own New York. That that's what this is really about. <clears throat> it's not really for me. I think it's more us. Stealing the spotlight back from the Nets than us really performing this season. It's about auditioning for for next season. So, do you think we can audition to get a Chris Paul type player without blowing up this team? Because we are one Chris Paul player uh, away from getting to to the uh, finals. So I'll, I'll just uh, leave, leave you with that. Good night, guys. Ashley, CK2K, and I'm gonna graduate you from Polymalinaji, Alex. Good night, guys. Good night. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good call. There's no way in hell CP3 is opting out. Right. No, he's what? He's 36 years old now? 37? 36. Yeah. Phoenix is his last stop. So. He's not opting out. That's Unless a, he's playing that's with LeBron. 40, yeah. No one in their right mind is opting out of $40 million yeah. in Phoenix with a young Devin Booker right now sitting at number two in the West. Next season, we'll still probably be in the top five. There's no way he's opting out. It's not happening. 
So if you had dreams of CP3 coming to New York, wake up. Because just call me, just call me. Yeah, she's like, hey, Cougar. wake up, wake up, wake up. No, it's not happening. No, this is your nightmare. It's not happening. Sorry, it's just not gonna happen. No shot outs. Yeah. Nah, it's that's a that's a long stretch, man. I mean, so much money. <laughs> like, a long stretch. And if we did get CP, CP3, it would be one, one plus one, and it'd be like a, a player option if he wanted to do that. But there's no mm-hmm. way. He was his home's out in LA. Phoenix is close to LA. There's mm-hmm. no way he wants to come to New York, go see his family. It's even closer to go do that. There were stories about him when he was in OKC. You know, they'd let him fly back to L.A. and spend time with his family. He's closer doing that in Phoenix than to New York. If that's his priority and towards the tail end of his career, and they already have a great team in Phoenix, why leave a good team in Phoenix that's the second-best team in the West and just second-best overall to come to a rebuilding team? Unless you'd have to, you'd have to get, like, Kawhi and everyone over here coming where it's like, All right, Kawhi's coming to New York? All right, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join up with you guys. Unless something uh, – that major is happening. There's no way he's leaving Phoenix. Yeah. Just... Not only that, but what it what they don't in Phoenix. I don't believe they have in Arizona. I should say I don't believe it's like Florida. They don't have any was it income tax? Mm. Yeah, or something like that. No, you're right. They're, they're the same, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's gonna pocket a lot of that forty million dollars. I'm like coming to New York where they take about forty percent of that bad boy. So <laughs> he, it's it's a no brainer. You know, at thirty six years old, you're not really looking for the hard path. You're kind of looking. To take the easy path. You've earned it at this point in your career. You've put in a lot of miles. You've put in a lot of work. And CP3 has definitely done that. He's bounced around from team to team. He's, you know, at least in, when I say bounced around, obviously he's been with teams for extended periods of time, but he's been yeah. on multiple teams. He's not trying to look to do it the hard way at this point. And, you know, I can't right. blame him for that. He's 36, almost 37 right. years old. Like, if there's C- no reason CP3 is still a goddamn beast. Yo, CP, the Man. ghost of CP. <laughs> it was good to see you. <laughs> it was good. All right. Man, oh, man. I had to check on the Discord, man. I had to check on the Discord. It was it real crisp. I was hearing good things about the Discord, man. I wanted to jump in and join the conversation. Oh, let me add you to it. There we go. We're all here. There it is. All right, we're good. Go ahead. Well, CP, man, how you feeling, bro? <laughs> you were, you were there. We saw the. How's the game? Yeah. Let me get my snack. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Yeah, it was electric in there, man. Um, it, it was tough to not win this. Like, everybody in there wanted it. The garden was rocking. You know, they, they came out the gates hot. Exactly what you wanted them to do. The defense was ridiculous. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, we, we were sitting behind the basket. To me, that's it's a great view to really, like, watch them defend, watch the rotations, and just seeing how they jump in the passing leads and, and the driving lanes. And, you know, the defense was, was just unstoppable um, in that first first half. The ball movement was crispy. Uh, Derrick Rose probably had his best game of the year. Yeah. He was out of his Absolutely out of his mind. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Rose is shredding, yeah. absolutely shredding them. Single coverage, double, triple, you name it. He was finding everybody and getting a shot off. The little one-hand runners that he got was on the money. Like, Derrick Rose was going in. I just thought, you know, the difference was that the Suns' top two guys, along with their supporting cast, closed, and, and our guys didn't. You know, Julius and RJ just they didn't have a good enough game to help us get over that hump. And that that Suns team, you know, it's the top three point shooting team in the league. I, I was scared 
to see when they were going to come alive because once they do, you can't keep up with that, man. Everybody in that starting five except for eight is a three-point bomber. CP3, seven straight points to close it. Devin Booker was unstoppable. Mikal Bridges. Like, how you, you got Scott Perry sitting. I was sitting right there with Scott Perry, man. Imagine Scott Perry watching Mikal Bridges go off like he did well, in that fourth and then look two feet over and see Kevin Knox. <laughs> can't even help this team. Like, yo, I was sick, bro. Because I wanted Mikal Bridges in yeah, that draft, man. It's nothing, it's nothing about Kev, but right, right. Mikal Bridges was, was the pick. Uh, I know I know. some of you wanted Porter, some of you wanted Shea Gilgis, but I, I was just a Mikal Bridges fan, bro, and he, he's just maturing well with that team. And it was just hard, man. Cam Johnson bombed away two threes. Javon Carter. It was just hard to keep up, man. Yeah. It, it was just hard to keep up. So with Derrick with Rose, real quick, because you were talking about how Derrick Rose was playing great today. He had a great game. But he do you think – Yeah, but do you think the fact – because Tom Thibodeau stayed with them throughout the entire fourth. You think that I was yeah. part of it? You think that, that that gassed him for the end of the game? Because you can yeah. see he was moving heavy a little bit towards yeah. the end of the game. And th- and that's the thing with like the like the Peyton sympathizers or the people that are always like no you guys you guys are too hard on Peyton right. you gotta understand like it's it's the impact that it has on the team like Rose was out of his mind don't get me wrong but he can't last that many minutes consistently every night yeah. this is why you need a more effective contribution from your starting point guard it's important we know Rose is the most important piece but we need him fresh enough to close. Mm-hmm. So when you start that third quarter and, and CP3 is just leaving Alfred Payton in the dust or Payton's just not, you know, effective enough facilitating and the offense, the, the ball movement is slowing down when Randall doesn't have it and, and RJ doesn't have it, it slows down the team. Yeah, 100%. That's just, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, he had his drives. He, you know, he had a couple layups, whatever, whatever. Okay, fine. But, like, he was, he was getting crushed by CP3. And on the other end, you just we just had no ball flow in the third quarter. Went away, fizzled, disappeared. Went completely <clears> went away, man. Yeah, completely went away. Isolation game. Exactly. You, were you were you able to get your um forty five dollar drink at the bar at least? You know what? I was I, I didn't even I drank before pregame. We had a little pregame over uh, by Stout by over by the Garden. Um, but no, I was locked into the game, and then halftime, you know, you know, Jay Boogie came on. I don't know if you guys saw the halftime show, but Jay Boogie pulled up. We did the halftime report from MSG, me, Jay Boogie, Chuck, uh, Kev. Some of you guys on Twitter know Kev. Yeah. So, no, it was, it was still a good time. You know, it was still a good time, but uh, just disappointed we couldn't get this. Yeah. Can we stop showing this picture? No, nah, I have to show it. We're all here, though, Ashley. Right? You, CP, you can't see it. they showing the beard picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all here, yeah. CP. So, I, you know, I, I'm trying to make it feel like you're seeing you with us, man. It's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I look like one of them dudes that hang out at Dykeman. Can you, like, get me all this? <laughs> <laughs> I just, man, we're all here. What's that, what's that beard that they do to... And it's not even fair because Alex and CP don't even have fake beards. <laughs> Who are you telling? I feel insulted. That I, that I had to draw a beard on my face that is already well bearded. I was upset. Shout out to Smitty. Shout out to Smitty's beard essentials. 20%off.com. So tell everybody in the chat, man. Definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, oh. the Cal Bridges, man. Oh man, it was, it was yo. That's that, that's the one that hurt me the most, man. Forget CP three seven points. You still for it? Yeah. 
What so, someone said I look like Carlos Boozer with a pony patch. Yo, that's it. That's, what I, that's all I can see. <laughs> yeah, that's all facts, man. All facts. Um, he looks yeah. like Marrow in that. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Marrow. Shout out to Marrow for sure. Uh, Q-Tip was in the building with LL. You saw Chris Rock was in there. I saw. Yeah, yeah I saw Chris Rock decided to come on home. Mm-hmm. After being in the 305, ruin on the heat. <laughs> me, me and Chuck had some questions about that, man. Chuck mm-hmm. said he's going to follow up, so we'll, we'll get to that. I hope so, yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope he was getting an update on what our uh, standings were at the time. Like, yo, we saw you yeah. in Miami. Was not a good look, bro. I hope they're updating. We need, we need, we need answers from Chris. <laughs> yeah, Listen, man. Listen, I can't, I can't what... hate on Chris too much. I mean, I'm not a, I don't know if he's a full-on fan, but the Miami Heat did give me my first job in sports, so it will always be – respect over here uh, for them it's ブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブ
all the Stephen A. Smiths, all the Andrew Yangs, <laughs> all the Michael Rappaports, they're gone. They're gone. It's yeah, just the real Knicks fans in the building tonight. So go ahead and hit that thumbs up button for us. We're hanging out. We're cracking jokes. I got Jamal mm. Murray. I got DJ Academics. You know, Carlos Boozer. Just hang out with us. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Carlos Boozer, we here. Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? Just just hang out, you know. I'll tell you a story about how I used to spray paint my head. And there you go, right. It started to roll down. <laughs> and it dripped down. You know, most people sweat. It's clear. I was sweat. I was sweating black stuff. It was nasty. But, you know, it happens. Yeah, we see y'all with some all-stars. And you all got me as DJ. I'm so sick. I Yo, watch <laughs> out. So Joe Bud is right behind you. <laughs> Man, I'm so sick. Anyways, we got another call on the line, and we gonna go to then. We got the boss ninety eight on the line. Let me get him in here. The boss ninety eight. What is good, man? How you feeling about tonight's game? You're live, bro. Uh oh, boss. What's up? What's up, boss? How you doing, man? First time caller. Glad to have you. Oh. First of many, bro. What's good, man? How you feeling? Yeah, hopefully. Hey, got to chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's good, man? How you um, feeling? Today was a tough loss for sure. Mm. Um, you know, when you guys are talking about Alfred Payton, um, oh. you know, we, we go through this, like, every single video, every single time. Because I've been watching you guys for a while now. But, man... Like, today, it was decent. Like, he didn't, like, hurt the team, you uh-huh. know? But, you know, the past few games, like, that one third quarter where he had, like, two turnovers and, like, three missed shots in, like, two minutes. It's like, um, I don't know. Like, my thing is with this, because Rose is playing 16, 17 minutes in a row in each half. Yeah. That's, ridicu- that's ridiculous. That's way too ridiculous for him. And you're, so like, you're, you're saying he should be playing less? No, no. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I think tips, like, because right now a lot of people are wanting him to start, right? But people are saying we got a nine-win streak. Let's not change anything right now. But with today's loss, I feel like playing, playing someone 16, 17 minutes in a row is crazy. But for Rose, who, you know, injuries, mm-hmm. got back from COVID, that's even crazier. Yeah. I feel like if you start him and play him in increments of, like, eight minutes, you know, eight, See. nine minutes, he'd be fresh, and then he'd be able to play at his best at each time he's in, instead of, like, getting tired, getting worn down, because he has to play minutes for that long in a row, you know? Okay. Well, I think that's something that, you know, Tom Thibodeau might have to, um, you know, think about. I don't know, but boss, appreciate you for calling. First time caller, you know, talking about sporadic minutes for Derrick Rose. He was whispering though; it was a little, it was a little worrisome. I was like, okay, you saw, I thought you were gonna you know, Euro step into defending Elfer Payton, but then we talked about Elfer Payton in the past game, and we talked about Derrick Rose in the minutes. Um, I think <laughs> to try and bring it back a little bit, I think CP hit the nail on the head though uh, when it comes to Derrick Rose. Is uh, the point of the matter is we need good point guard play from whoever else is playing point guard. In this case, it's Alfred Payton, so Derrick Rose can get those uh, moments of rest. Uh, <laughs> actually, actually, help me out. <laughs> help me out. <laughs> oh, man. 
Hey man, boss, we appreciate your call. Just you know, come back, come back with some bass. You'll be all right. It's I'm okay. Not, Don't be nervous. I'm not laughing at him. I appreciate all of our calls. What did you see in the chat? Who who is it now? The chat. Is Who's in the chat? Who's in the chat? I need to block them all. <laughs> no, I appreciate <laughs> all of our calls. the entire chat. <laughs> <laughs> I, appreciate out. <laughs> I appreciate all of the callers. I think, um, you know, it takes a lot of courage to come on here and. and you know, speak in front of a bunch of people. Definitely not laughing at him. I'm laughing at yeah, Ari chat. causing chaos. It's, yeah, I already know. I already know. I already Ari know. is out of control. Like, I already know. No, not boss, we appreciate you. Bro. I want to make that very, very clear. It's just Ari causing chaos. Like, that's when I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Ari needs to be banned. <laughs> I liked it better when he was in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does because he didn't come. Poor Ari came back and he was recovering for weeks. But uh, real quick before we move on to the next one, I, I want to talk about since, uh, like I said, CP had brought it up, and Alex, I want to hear what you what you think about that. Like, um, you know, obviously the whole world would love to see Derrick Rose start, but we also know the repercussions of that because Alfred Payton would be on the bench, and there's no way, shape, or form that Tom Thibodeau is not going to play Alfred Payton in any rotation. So. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on the whole Alfred Payton situation? Like, tonight, like we mentioned, like, he wasn't terrible tonight. So I feel like in that fourth quarter, maybe the latter end of the third quarter, we could have had some Alfred Payton minutes, maybe two, three of them, and let Derrick Rose finish it out rather than him playing the whole fourth quarter. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, Hold I Hold on, I'm let me just say, I, I was not laughing at the call. I was laughing at Ari saying he's Eskimo brothers with Joe Budden. What does that even mean? And how are you Eskimo brothers with Joe Budden? Who is Arya? Yes. Why was that? What, what You must have missed the context. Why was that just randomly dropped? Arya's just like, oh, yo, by the way. That's what I was cracking up at. He said he's Eskimo brothers with Joe Budden. <laughs> this is like that meme where you're just like, what? How did that? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Nick Young. Who says Eskimo Brothers anymore? And two, <laughs> why is he Eskimo Brothers with Joe Biden? Hey, man, look, after we heard his life in Miami, I am not surprised. I mean, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Bring us back, you know, Alex. Bring us back. But to go back on topic. <laughs> yeah, with Derrick Rose, I'm like one of those people who wanted him to start, too. Um, obviously, you just see more and more. 25, 27 minutes is like where he's peaking at. But this is where people also want Burks to get some of the point guard minutes to get Manuel quickly more of the point guard minutes and just mm-hmm. to have, you know, Elva Payton just on the bench, just not getting any playing time. I get that. I think the thing that we're going to need from Payton, because there's no way Tibbs is just not playing him. That's, I'm telling it's, you. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. The, the thing that we can hope for is good 15 to 20 minutes from Elva Payton like we got tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you hope to take it from there. So, Obviously, Derrick Rose, Tiz wants Derrick Rose closing, but on a night like tonight, maybe Tiz made the exception. He's like, hey, D. Rose has got it cooking. Let's see if he can play for 30-some minutes. He he played well, you know, up until the fourth quarter we started chucking shots, and that you just saw, like, after 20-some, 25, 27 minutes, he started hitting that wall. So yeah. Tiz is going to have to figure out how to manage him and keep him fresh for once the fourth quarter comes because that's where, where we're going to need him most. Yeah. But that's either getting good Alfred Payton minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. That's either Emmanuel quickly just taking uh, another step in being a better point guard and just hoping that Alec Burks comes back because he was giving Alec Burks some free range to play yes. point guard in between, like, during the middle of the game. It'd start off with Payton, get D. Rose, Alec Burks is out there whether with uh, Bullock, Randall, Barrett, 
and Noel or even Taj, and you saw that he could just do a little bit of it. You don't want to rely too much on Alec Burks, but that, that's why I like to see come back, and we need Burks. That's why we need Burks back. For so many reasons, that's definitely one of the main reasons for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, looking at the Super Chat, I think we just got one. I want to read that one before we go to our – we're actually going to go we, – we, one more caller, and then we're going to wrap it because loss, we got <laughs> – we got the chat going wild. We're going to wrap it on that, but Don't shout out bonkers. to <laughs> Charlie saying, what the? <laughs> and also, yeah, just yeah, seeing that one there. Uh, also, Charlie saying, thumbs up, baby. Um, yeah, appreciate you on that one. But, yeah, we got, we're got we going to our final caller of the night. Oh, I'm, I'm struggling with the name. I am struggling with the name. Yo, I, 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 say, I don't know if I said it wrong. I don't know if I said it right. I said it wrong, but, bro. How you feeling today after tonight's unfortunate loss? What's good, man? <laughs> um, feel I feel good, you know. Um, yeah, I'm from the Philippines, by the way. I Shout only, out Philippines. I only, That's what's yeah, up. yeah. I only want to point out three things. Last women, last one minute. We just need to grab that rebound. That's why CPP got the two points, right? Mm-hmm. That's one. Uh, <clears throat> Signs are leading by buck points, right? Mm-hmm. And then the second point that I want to point out is um, Julius Randle. He's having a bad game. Not really a bad game. It's, like, it's an okay game. But he didn't defend this Johnson. He yeah. hit like three threes in the fourth quarter, right? Those are open threes. He just under, 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 underestimated this guy. And of course, the third point is luck. Uh, CP3 got luck in, in those five points. One, two point, one, and three points. That's all I wanted to point out. And please don't, uh, what do you call it? Don't um, ravel at Peter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bad, I mean, it's not really good uh, what he does, but um, let's not blame one person for the whole game, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's a team game. So mm-hmm. it just so happened that for the time of 20, 30 minutes <laughs> of Peter, but um, probably it's really good at meeting other guys. Yeah. As a, at the end of the day, so uh, heroes, right? Who's gonna close the game? That all that matters. Again, just one rebound. That's it for me, guys. Yeah, no, great call, man. It's, it's good to hear. We got a nice, well-rounded call. They're very well-rounded in the Philippines. We appreciate that. So appreciate your yeah, call, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know that that's always the number one thing. I feel like that's why we had to have that conversation with Everpain earlier. It's like you know we get it. We all agree that the inconsistency, blah blah blah. But I feel like. <laughs> We lose Alfred Payton's son on the bench, and he didn't even play. Alfred Payton's the reason why we lost this game. You know what I mean? I, I, I agree. Like, you know, it was a, it was a total team effort in tonight's loss because we did not um, seal the deal the way we were supposed to seal the deal. And, and I don't know if you can call what CP3 did luck. I mean. I, I agree. The you, one when, shot, when you, but not the other one. you shoot a ball, yeah. unless, I mean, that, that was precision. That was skill. That was a lot of time shooting in the gym. It's not like it just, you know rounded the rim or mm-hmm. you know it's not like it just um it's not like the ball rounded the rim and then fell in <laughs> <laughs> where'd you go no no it's the same thing it's just the chat chat's going wild they're saying Nick's fan 63 is ended it's like i'm just i'm just done with the chat the chat's just it's, on one right now it's not like <laughs> what was they saying oh it's not like the ball I don't even want to say. It's not like the ball went around the basket and then fell in. It's, 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 it's that was skill. 
that was precision. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not like it was just the tip. It was. <laughs> All right. All right. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we time? Can we time her out? I think. I think. I think. As you know, we, I, I, I time out. That wasn't luck. I'm just gonna leave it alone. Yeah, leave it. It, just, it wasn't luck. It wasn't luck. That's At least two of the two of the three shots weren't luck. That that second one. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, no, I, I see what you were trying to get at. I see what you were trying to get at. Just gonna leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. No, it's a fact. I mean, CP does that. He's known for doing that. He's a clutch player. That's why he's going to be a Hall of Famer. That's why he's he's a different baker when he gets on a team, right? right. He just does these type of things. I agree with you. That one fadeaway long two where Julius Randle had good D, you can call that one luck with the shot clock hitting the bucket. But yeah. the three-pointer, the other mid-range, he, does he can that. hit that. That's he not luck. That. That's that's right. CP3. That's who right. he does. That's what he does. That's what he does. He does, yeah, he does that. Like, that wasn't right. luck. That was yeah. his skill. 100 As much as it pains me, it was skill. That's why I wanted him on this team. I was like, we need a point guard. Let's go get CP3. I know it's going to cost assets, but what CP3 brings is just... We're seeing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Almost number one team in the league right now. They're right around the corner from number one team in the league, and this team is pretty much the same, built the same as they were last year, plus the CP3. So, yeah, that shows the magnitude of his um, value uh, when it comes to this team. But, yeah, man. How different, though, how different, though, do you think this team would look, especially, well, let's say in terms on, of rankings Ash. right now, we're sitting at Come four, if CP3 was on the team? Just Ash. out of curiosity, do you Come think on. we'd be much higher than four? I say we ought to be... Look at Brooklyn. Look, knowing what Brooklyn looks like, yeah. knowing what Philly looks like, knowing what I Milwaukee think, looks like, you think we'd be higher than four? We'll go ahead, out. So I think we'd be a lock. I think we'd be a lock at four. I don't think we'd have to worry about dropping any further down. If may, if anything higher, maybe three. But we'd right. definitely be a lock at four. Where we don't have to worry about whether it's the Hawks, the Celtics, really coming up on us. I think with CP3, you're just cemented in there. Nets, they have three superstars with Kyrie, Harden, KD, and when they're fully healthy, they can roll. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers, you got two superstars in Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the way Tobias Harris has been playing this season, he's just playing on another level. They're they're a really good, well-rounded team, and they got the shooters to help too. And then the Bucks, I could say the Bucks just because I feel like they've been playing the same style brand of basketball for these past couple of seasons. I'm not fully like invested in them, thinking they're going to get over that playoff hump because either Giannis goes in and they get the three ball going, or it's three ball and then Giannis gets to drive. And that's just kind of the thing with Mike Budenholzer. So I think we could have sur surpassed them at three, if anything, like max, but four, we could have been solidified there for sure if we had CP3. Yeah, I think that the – I think there would still be a race in the East right now for who's who and whatnot, but I think that the top four would be a little bit more solidified with us being in that top four. I don't know whether we would be locked at four, but I think we would be fighting for three, you know, with the way the Bucks have been playing this year with injuries and all kinds of stuff. I think there's a conversation that could have been had if he was on the team, we would be up there possibly fighting for that or, or having the third spot and we're fighting to go back and forth with the Milwaukee Bucks. I just don't think we would be in the – fight that we're in right now to you know where everyone's so locked in you know from four all the way down to ten I think one through four would be a little bit closer and then five all the way down would be a different um, battle I think we would be uh, pretty solidified I just feel like you know with everything we got going on right now plus everything that CP3 brings on from a locker room presence to on the court I just think it'd be a completely different team buying into everything that's going on. Um, who knows what would then happen? Who, who's included in that deal? Maybe Mr. Number Six is included. Who knows? Who knows? I just feel like there's so many possibilities. <laughs> uh, 
say his name. Say his name. <laughs> but we said his name too many times. He, he might as well be the sponsor of this show. And not Papa Left, Papa Left. I, I'm not, not that kind of sponsor. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it would be definitely, we would be in the conversation for the top four um, if CP3 was on this team. I think it would be different. But anyways, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, I think that says a lot, though, the fact that facts. you guys are saying it'd be a lock for four. I, um, it has to be. But no, that it'd be a lock for four, but we're in four without him. I think that's that says a lot about this team and the direction that it's going. Obviously, right. it's more of a battle, like Alex said. It's going to be a constant flip flop for the next, or it's just going to be a constant battle to maintain that four spot. It's also going to be, you know, a lot of watching of other teams and mm. watching who loses and who mm-hmm. wins mm-hmm. throughout the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's it's definitely interesting that. Um, that we're kind of in the same position, just slightly a couple tiers below, Yeah. even if we had CP3. So that's promising for when you actually get someone who can be a true ball handler, Yeah. Um. you know, like Alonzo, like CK has been, you know, rallying for since day one <laughs> or somebody else. <laughs> Please. So that's definitely going to be interesting. Bring them over, bring them over. Like you're top, if you're top four without CP3, just kind of put that into perspective, you know? I see what you're doing there. Look at you hopping this up. That's right. And on that note, we're going to wrap the show here. I want you guys to say your goodbyes, your outros. Actually, I want to say okay, we got to get the script. Ari, uh, get the script. <laughs> We're saving. We're going to save it for Alex. We got to have Alex close out because his impression is getting impeccable. And I think CP's in the chat, so we need CP to see it live in full effect. So with that oh, note, I, I, I think he's in the chat, so I want him to see it in full effect. But yeah, Ashley, send him off. All right, guys bunch of laughs today which are needed after a loss but as usual you can follow me on instagram and twitter at ash nicole moss you can catch me on sny weekend sports illustrated during the week and also make sure you guys are subscribing to my youtube channel all with ash nicole hit the thumbs up on my most recent video comments all that good stuff and we'll be back here wednesday when we take on the chicago bulls and start our winning streak all over again I love it. That's right. New win streak. I'm with you on that one, Ashley. Well, uh, CP got his wish. He ruined our win streak. Our 3-0 and streak is over after tonight's unfortunate loss. We are 3-1 and with this squad right now. But what's, like Ashley just said, we're going to start it all over coming on Wednesday. Um, appreciate you guys tonight. To your boy CK. You can find me everywhere at CK2K. Um, you know this show here, Knicks Fan TV, presented by Manscaped. You see it over there. Make sure you go to manscaped.com backslash Knicks, uh, where you guys can get any product 20% off. But we got the better closer to close the deal right now. I'm going to send it over to Alex, a.k.a. CP Light, or a.k.a. Vanilla CP. I hope he sees it. But Alex, what's good, bro? All right. Well, first... Ashley, CK, awesome doing Knicks post game with you guys. Even though it was a loss, ruined our record. We still got a great squad over here, all right? We're still a big three over here. We're up and coming. We're doing it. We're doing it over here. Salute right. to the mods. Salute to Knicks Nation, all right? And you can find me over at Hoops Habit, part of the Fan Side of the Network. Uh, you can go check me out there. I'm all, you can also find my work on KnicksFanTV.com. You can also check out the podcast, Knicks, Jets, etc. We got a special guest. We got arsonist heat makers on the pod. If you know Dipset Anthem, Duh. the producer of there, yo, we got him on. Check it out. It's going to be dropping tonight. And then also do sports betting over at Tally Side. So check me out there as well. But for what everyone's been waiting for, <laughs> <laughs> hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Salute to Knicks Nation. All right. 
where this podcast is available on all streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, you know we're there. Salute to the Ma, salute to Next Nation. Salute to Chuck D. Put a P-E in the chat before you sign out. Salute to Q-Tip. All right. That's it, everyone. Peace. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just want to give a quick shout. We have what, two more super chats I want to read off real quick before we send it off. Uh, shout out to Ohan. I've not seen the last thing, but we appreciate that $5. He said, Knicks made folks proud during this win streak. Tough loss against a top team, but time to uh, Harlem shake this off and start a new streak. Love the energy. And then also shout out to Charlie one more time saying, Ash, Henny, Nicole, Moss. <laughs> First of all, I don't drink Henny. Well, I don't like Henny. I don't drink it. I'm not a fan. Um, so I'm just naturally like this. <laughs> <laughs> all so, the natural. Um, all the natural. Somebody said you sound like a mix between CP and Doc Rivers. Because <laughs> the raspy. Hey, that, that's that's solid company. That's solid company. But yeah, like I said, you know where to find everywhere. Like everything that uh, CP Light just said. Next Fan TV. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. We're out of here. Y'all be blessed. See you guys then. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.